This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who have been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. And I'm thrilled to be here today with Carrie Bonfili. Thank you so much for being here, Carrie, and I can't wait for our conversation. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Carrie, let's jump right in. Please introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, where you're from, and what keeps you busy during the day. <laughs> my name is Carrie Bonfili, and I run a boutique PR and strategic communications agency in the Charlotte area. And I've got clients all over the country. And so they keep me very busy during the day. I could be spending about 70% of my time pitching national media on their behalf. And I also manage other vendor partners and colleagues who are um, contractors and partner with me on some of the other work that we do. It could be helping small business owners and entrepreneurs launch a website, really help them with their elevator speech. We do a lot of writing here. And, um, and then of course, peppered in there are uh, various errands and uh, running children here, there, and about, <laughs> depending on what day it is. <laughs> Between my husband and I, we have four girls. Um, two are with us nearly all the time, and then the other two live a couple states away. So there's a lot of logistics in the day, as you can imagine. I can imagine that, and I can relate to that. Yes, children <laughs> to and fro, back and forth. Thank you so much for that introduction, Carrie. As you know, this is a podcast by and for women who've been through some really rough stuff. Would you please summarize for us what you went through and what was the hardest part? I think the most difficult part there, this is a two-parter answer. Um, there's the personal piece, and that's been somewhat challenging over the years here and there. Um, I don't wanna even say somewhat challenging, it's been extremely challenging. And then there's the career piece of it. And uh, I'm not and have never been very good and very adept at separating church and state, if you will. They're always kind of you know, crossing boundaries. And, um, and the best thing that I can say is, uh, over the years, I've, I've, I'm on marriage number three, so I've been through a couple divorces and some high conflict uh, with some high conflict people, and um, and luckily those have um, those ships have righted themselves because of the commitment on both sides to uh, to foster an environment of communication and um, and really empathy. For the other person's situation. So that's the, the personal part of it. And then the career part of it is um, managing the personal part while you're trying to build your empire, whatever that looks like yes. for you as a woman. And uh, I was in the corporate world and then transitioned to the advertising agency world in a PR department and ran some social media and PR um, initiatives and uh, and it, it's a very demanding career and it takes a lot of time and to have children at the same time there's a lot of balance and this work-life balance thing that everybody talks about I think is just utter utterly ridiculous it just oh, doesn't, 
<laughs> it just doesn't happen. It's not going to happen. And if people stop trying to get there, I think we're all going to be a lot better off <laughs> as women and as um, entrepreneurs and as, um, as professionals in general. So if we stop putting those demands of, of balance on ourselves, um, that's going to be a good thing. But anyway, so those are the two tracks, the, the personal and the professional. And, um, and it's been very challenging trying to, to navigate all of that basically at the same time, because as those divorces were happening and those children were being born, you know, the career is transitioning here and there. And, you know, I've been through corporate layoffs. And I've been through some pretty difficult conversations with employers, you know, where things work, weren't working out for me as a mother and as a professional, and they weren't working out for the company on their side. And so, you know, that was, that was a big learning experience and a big, big moment to negotiate my, um, my next move. And so um, getting through all of that and, and really feeling the stress and anxiety along the way. But, you know, I did get to the other side and now I own my own boutique agency. I, um, I like to think that I am the master of my own destiny. Um, for the most part, I still have clients, but they're fantastic and they're wonderful and they trust me and they believe in me. And, and it's the first time in my professional career where I can say, and I can feel confident that that's what's happening. And it's, um, it's a tremendous feeling. That is fantastic. And what a story. So many layers to your story, which I, which I can certainly relate to. Family building on top of career building being uh being an entrepreneur making a transition from being in corporate to being an entrepreneur and and adding divorce on top of that high conflict divorce on top of that i think it's really beautiful where you've come and and really you pretty much answered what my next question was going to be which is what is the best thing about being on the other side um is there anything you would want to add to that it sounds like being the master of your own life of your own destiny of your own company um, is a real highlight. Anything else? Well, it's, I, you know, I, I characterize it in so many different ways to so many different people, but I, you know, I own my own hustle. Uh -huh. So I, I'm responsible not only for me and my vision, but also a number of other people that I partner with that depend on me for income in some way or another. So it's, um, while it's, on the one hand, it's a little bit of pressure. It's, um, it's pressure that I've put on myself and it's measured. Mm -hmm. And I try not to take on too much. And um, I've learned that over the years. And again, it's, it's one of those things, it's one bite at a time, eating that elephant just one bite at a time and taking things um, one moment at a time. And, and really also trying to be a great strategic partner to my clients yep. and, um, and, and to be somebody that they revere and trust and, um, and that, they, that they come to when they need things that I do really well. Yeah. And they keep coming. That's you know, great. Trust me. And, and, and I'm so, so grateful for their, um, their believing in me 
and and I just I, I just hope that if if there's one piece of you know one little nugget that I could impart, it would be um, hold fast and true to what brings you uh, joy. You know, everybody's all about the Marie Kondo. It doesn't bring me joy. I'm going to get rid of this. I'm going to fold this this way. Well, all that being said, um, you know, I get up in the morning and it's not like work to me. Yeah. I like helping people solve the kinds of problems that I can help them solve. And they trust me to do it. Mm -hmm. And they trust me in, in a way that just makes me feel so full of, um, of, uh, of goodness for what they're trying to what they're trying to achieve and and there there is a moment out there for everybody that's going through something difficult there is that place that you go to that brings you peace even if it's for a short minute or two there's a place that you can go that can bring you peace and and it thinking of it makes you happy thinking of it makes you content and to try and hone in on what that is, what that moment looks like to you, and then try to have more of those, whether that's work or personal or a combination of them. You know, I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to do that and, and really focus in on what I do well and um, what makes me happy. And seeing other people be pleased with things makes me happy as a professional and as a person. I hear that. I'm all about joy. I agree with you completely. I agree with you absolutely completely. And if joy isn't possible in a time of darkness, um, I, I think that peace or even just one moment of feeling contented or one moment of feeling that relief and that stillness and that quiet, absolutely. And um, even, if it's, even if it's something small like, you know, gosh, I really love that tea with that particular milk and, and, it's just closing your eyes and having that be that place that you can go yep. and center you to take on whatever it is that's going to come your way or that has before. Yes, absolutely. Can be something very small. But Carrie, let me ask you this. I have found that brave warrior women tend to travel in packs. And I'm wondering, who are some other brave warriors like you who've gone through some real difficult times and come out on that other side? Who you think would be a great addition to the guest list on this podcast? I could go on and on. I'm not quite sure you have enough time for it, but I'll, I'll give you a, how about, how about my, one? <laughs> I'll give you my top three. How about? Oh, so, okay. So we have Cassandra Shuck, who is a serial entrepreneur, and she is amazing. Great. She's a high school dropout and, and is extremely successful with um, her digital and creative agency. She leads that and she's got a team of people that are pretty much all over the world that work for her. Mm -hmm. And she's amazing and she's come so far in her life, um, even in the face of such adversity. Awesome. She was not dealt um, great or good or even just um, hands when she was a young child and she's really found a way for the lack of a better metaphor to make uh, lemonade out of lemons. Yes. The second person that I would recommend is Hillary Porta. She has built a business as an entrepreneur 
as a life architect and she, she lives it. She has been through it. She knows what it's like to not be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel and to feel like that is the speeding train that's coming at you. Yeah. And she's come, she's come so far and now has dedicated her life and, and her purpose to helping others achieve that same um, contentment and, um, and to feel empowered to design what they want the rest of their life to be like. So she that, really is truly an architect. That is awesome. I'm going to stop you there because we're running out of time, but I will, uh, I will ask you later on for the, con for the information about the third person. Like I said, I could go on and on. Yeah. I, well, I can, I can tell that. And it's really a testament to, to the company that, to the company that you keep and to the incredible stories that are out there, which I, I am finding every single day. So my last question for you, Carrie, is since we are all about being epic, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I want to know if people are really lying to me when they're talking to me. That's that what I want to know. That would be so you're like, you'd be like super lie detector. Exactly. And, and the reason I want to know is because I am, I am very, very much um, in tune with people when I talk with them. I look at their body language and I try to listen very intently, not only to what they're telling me, but what they're not saying. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a testament to human behavior and, and the human condition, why we do what we do, why we position things the way that we do, and, um, and our environment around us and how all of that plays into how we interact with each other. And so it's not really about sussing out the liars, so to speak, but it's really trying to figure out behind, what's behind why someone doesn't feel like they can be honest and truthful. Got it. Got it. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for being my guest today. Where can we find you online? You can find me at the K Bonfili, that's T-H-E-K-B-O-N-F-I-L-I.com. And that is also, at, I'm at the K Bonfili on Instagram. Okay. As well as Facebook. All right. Awesome. So this is Nikki Bruno with Carrie Bonfili with the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.